Welcome to Leviticus chapter 8. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments, and the anointing oil, and the bull of the sin offering, and the two rams, and the basket of unleavened bread, and assemble all the congregation at the door of the tent of meeting. Moses did as Yahweh commanded him, and the congregation was assembled at the door of the tent of meeting. Moses said to the congregation, This is the thing which Yahweh has commanded to be done. Moses brought Aaron and his sons and washed them with water. He put the tunic on him, tied the sash on him, clothed him with the robe, put on the ephod, tied the skillfully woven band of the ephod on him, and fastened it to him with it. He placed the breastplate on him. He put the Urim and the Thummim in the breastplate. He set the turban on his head. He set the golden plate, the holy crown, on the front of the turban as Yahweh commanded Moses. Moses took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and all that was in it and sanctified them. He sprinkled it on the altar seven times and anointed the altar and all its vessels and the basin and its base to sanctify them. He poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head and anointed him to sanctify him. Moses brought Aaron's sons and clothed them with tunics and tied sashes on them and put headbands on them as Yahweh commanded Moses. He brought the bull of the sin offering and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the bull of the sin offering. He killed it and Moses took the blood and put it around on the horns of the altar with his finger and purified the altar and poured out the blood at the base of the altar and sanctified it to make atonement for it. He took all the fat that was on the innards and the cover of the liver and the two kidneys and their fat and Moses burned it on the altar. But the bull and its skin and its meat and its dung he burned with fire outside the camp as Yahweh commanded Moses. He presented the ram of the burnt offering. Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram. He killed it and Moses sprinkled the blood around on the altar. He cut the ram into its pieces and Moses burned the head and the pieces and the fat. He washed the innards and the legs with water and Moses burned the whole ram on the altar. It was a burnt offering for a pleasant aroma. It was an offering made by fire to Yahweh as Yahweh commanded Moses. He presented the other ram, the ram of consecration. Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram. He killed it. And Moses took some of its blood and put it on the tip of Aaron's right ear and on the thumb of his right hand and on the great toe of his right foot. He brought Aaron's sons and Moses put some of the blood on the tip of their right ear and on the thumb of their right hand and on the great toe of their right foot. And Moses sprinkled the blood around on the altar. He took the fat, the fat tail, all the fat that was on the innards, the cover of the liver, the two kidneys and their fat, and the right thigh, and out of the basket of unleavened bread that was before Yahweh, he took one unleavened cake, one cake of oiled bread, one wafer, and placed them on the fat and on the right thigh. He put all these in Aaron's hands and in his son's hands and waved them for a wave offering before Yahweh. Moses took them from their hands and burnt them on the altar on the burnt offering. They were a consecration offering for a pleasant aroma. It was an offering made by fire to Yahweh. Moses took the breast 
and waved it for a wave offering before Yahweh. It was Moses' portion of the ram of consecration as Yahweh commanded Moses. Moses took some of the anointing oil and some of the blood which was on the altar and sprinkled it on Aaron and on his garments and on his sons and on his sons' garments with him and sanctified Aaron, his garments, and his sons, and his sons' garments with him. Moses said to Aaron and to his sons, Boil the meat at the door of the tent of meeting, and there eat it, and the bread that is in the basket of consecration, as I commanded, saying, Aaron and his sons shall eat it. What remains of the meat and of the bread you shall burn with fire. You shall not go out from the door of the tent of meeting for seven days, until the days of your consecration are fulfilled, for he shall consecrate you seven days. What has been done today, so Yahweh has commanded to do, to make atonement for you? You shall stay at the door of the tent of meeting, day and night, seven days, and keep Yahweh's command that you don't die, for so I am commanded. Aaron and his sons did all the things which Yahweh commanded Moses. So, bit by bit by bit, God is setting up his system. The system of, you know, holy worship. And so we've just been through the instructions for how all the sacrifices are to be done. And you notice in all those sacrifices, it's the high priest does this or the priests do this. But now we've got to the point where they're consecrating, in other words, they're setting apart or dedicating the priests for this job. But it's Moses that's doing the consecrating. Nowhere in all those previous instructions was Moses told to do anything, but the priests can't really do their job until they've been set apart to do their job, and there's sacrifices for that, and Moses is the one doing them. So it's exciting because we're seeing bit by bit everything being set up, and by the time we get to the end of Leviticus, we're going to have not, you know, by the time we got to the end of Exodus, we had the tabernacle built. By the time we get to the end of Leviticus, we're going to have the system of sacrifices set up and working. And we're just going through the process. So now Aaron and his sons are being dedicated for the service. And Moses is doing it. Now, it's this particular chapter and the next one are very, very similar to Exodus 28 and 29. You may remember. A lot of the, in those chapters, God was saying how the priests would be consecrated, and here they are being consecrated. So it's very similar, but this is now the process of it actually happening. And what I find most interesting here is right at the beginning of the process, Aaron is washed. Now the word in it, the word that's being used in English is washed, but you could just as easily translate it baptized. And the reason it's not translated as baptized is just preference because commentators that I was reading were talking about this as the baptism of Aaron. They called it the first baptism in the Bible. And I think they're wrong because if you um, were listening to my videos early in Exodus about the passing through the Red Sea, I said that that was the first baptism in the Bible. Um, but having said that, this is the first baptism of an individual person in the Bible and what's interesting about this is this baptism is done by somebody who's before in the Lord. So Aaron is baptized by Moses. Moses is greater than him and before him in the Lord. And this isn't a baptism for sin. You know, in other words, he's not coming to be baptized so that his sins can be forgiven. He's being baptized because he's being 
set apart as dedicated for a task, the task of high priest. And so what we've got here is actually a picture of Jesus. You know, in the New Testament, Jesus goes to be baptized. And this is actually Jesus being set apart for basically being dedicated to be the high priest. It's the same matching right here as with Aaron. And if you've ever wondered, why did Jesus need to be baptized? Because he had no sins. Well, now you know why. <laughs> Aaron wasn't being baptized for the forgiveness of sins. He was being baptized as part of the process of being set apart as high priest. And Jesus is our high priest. But we too are priests in service. So when we get baptized, we're being set apart to be priests to serve our God. Just like in the pattern here of the Old Testament. But of course, in our case, it's also a picture of our sins being washed away and us being cleaned. And so when Jesus comes to John the Baptist, John the Baptist isn't greater than him, um, but John the Baptist is certainly before him in the Lord. John the Baptist was in ministry before Jesus, and Jesus surrenders to John the Baptist to be baptized. And in the process, Jesus is set apart for his role as the high priest. Uh, one of the most interesting commentaries that you can read on this, read the Leviticus 8 commentary by Burton Kaufman. Um, Burton Kaufman is a minister who lived from the late 1800s through to about 1980 or something. He lived, and he commented on every chapter of the entire Bible, and his comment on this chapter is really interesting because he's got he lists 14 different ways in which this story here of Aaron's consecration matches exactly the story of Jesus as being set apart for high priest. And I, or going through all 14 of them, it's just fascinating. I'm not going to give them all to you, but I'm going to give you one of them. And in this story here in Leviticus 8, it says that as Aaron was being set apart and consecrated, it says his four sons watched him and witnessed what happened. Well, <laughs> in the New Testament, we've got four gospel accounts, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which all witness to what happened to Jesus Christ. So there's, that's one of these 14, 14 things that Burton Kaufman points out. I think it's incredible, the depth, and, and even the Lord, you know, thinking in advance that there's going to be four gospels, and so I'm going to have four sons of Aaron. They're going to observe and witness what happens to the, to the prototype of the high priest. Jesus is our high priest, and there are four witnesses that we have today of all that happens. Some people doubt, you know, that all these things happen, but we've got four people, four witnesses, four people who were present, four people who wrote about it from different perspectives, testifying to the truth. You know how unusual that is in ancient history? You can't think of any ancient character, Alexander the Great or any famous person. They're mostly lucky to have one eyewitness record. But we have four, four eyewitnesses, four testimony accounts of Jesus. It's great. It's, it's a wonderfully impressive thing. Go and, and look up Burton Kaufman and read his Leviticus 8 and his 14 points. And then, of course, after Aaron was consecrated, his sons were consecrated as priests. And, of course, that's a picture to us. We're priests in the service of our high priest, Jesus Christ. So we should be baptized too. We should be set apart for service too. One of the things that happened to Jesus um, was that after he was baptized, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit came down upon him like a dove and a voice from heaven spoke and said, this is my son with, who, with whom I am pleased. 
And so in the Old Testament account in Leviticus 8, after Aaron is baptized and after he's washed, Moses pours anointing oil on his head, which is a picture of the Holy Spirit. So same thing. Aaron has the anointing, the Holy Spirit. Jesus, after he's baptized, he has the Holy Spirit poured out upon him. And so that's also a picture for us too. We come to the Lord. We set our lives apart. We've been baptized out of obedience. We, we become his priests to serve him. And we should seek for the filling of the Holy Spirit to empower us for service. And then filled with the Spirit, we serve. So Lord, help us to be your priests. Thank you for our great high priest, Jesus Christ, who was baptized, set apart for service, filled with the Holy Spirit, and as an example to us, and Lord, help us too to be your priests, serving you, equipped with the Spirit's power. Lord, I ask your grace to be given to us in Jesus' name. And I guess it's worth mentioning before we finish the video that if you're a follower of the Lord and you haven't been baptized, there's a reason why, why the Lord asks you to be baptized. It's, a, it's not just a step of obedience but it's a sign that you're, that you're going into service for him. You're laying down your life. That's the dying part. And the coming back out of the water is living a new life. You're saying, I'm laying down my life. I'm going to come up to a new life and I'm going to serve the Lord. So baptism is a real symbol of your surrender to serve Christ. And if you haven't been baptized, you need to approach your pastor and say, I need to be baptized because I want to serve the Lord. Catch you tomorrow for Leviticus 9. <laughs>